Good evening. This is Chaim Bravader, and we want to learn a little bit of the parsha uh, of the parsha of Korach. What we in? But Vayichach means he took himself. Lakachet atzmo litzad echad. He took himself aside to aside. Liyot nechlak in order to be divided or divisive. Mitocha eida. So there you have it. He, Korach took himself aside, took a stand, said, I'm not with these other people because I want to be the Kohen. I want to be the Kohen. Why is Aaron the Kohen? And this is further supported by the translation of Unculus. He separated himself. He took himself away. And Rashi explains, He separated himself from the rest of the community. The community, Moshe Rabbeinu's community, you know, he was, he created a machlokas and he wanted to maintain that machlokas. And how's he going to maintain it? Only if he has, he's able to move people away from each other. That's what a real machloket is. Right? You know, in Pemperke Avot, it discusses, you know, what the malchut l'shem shamayim is and what the malchut shelo l'shem shamayim. Malchud of Machloket Shalol Hashem Shamayim is a Machloket cannot be resolved. That's your assumption is that you know you don't want to, you don't want to uh, uh, include the other side. Machloket Hashem Shamayim is when you know that the truth lies in some kind of connection between the two positions. Mechein libecha. Raji says, take yourself Take yourself in order to separate yourself from other other people. So the words the beginning of the Pasuk is Vayikach Korach. And Vayikach Korach means he did it to himself. He took himself. He insisted on making a machloket. He wanted the machloket to exist, and he was not interested in solving the machloket. All of that, all of that is true, according to Rashi. Then Rashi says, Rashi says, <laughs> There's another interpretation that I think you should be aware of. And this for Rashi was reasonable that the Torah could be explained in a variety of ways. And so Rashi says, I want you to pay attention to another machloket, to another interpretation. He says, He took something. Mashach he convinced them, these important people, the heads of various courts, 
that were in use in the camp of Bnei Yisrael. And so we know that Yitro told him, and we know that he appointed them. Moshe Rabbeinu couldn't handle the questions that he had to answer on his own, so he appointed Sanhedraot, Senates. He pulled them in his direction using words. means convince Aaron that he should go with you. It doesn't mean you have to pick him up and carry him in his sack. Right? Meaning bring them to with you using words. So Rashi says, the word Vayikach can either mean he took himself, or he took himself, he had like convinced himself uh, that he was, that he was going to fight to the last, to the end. Or it could mean, it could mean that he used the power of words in order to uh, use the power of words in order to bring all these important people together on his side. But so far, Rashi hasn't really explained to us what it is that he disagreed about, what it is that he told them, what it was it that he said to himself or he said to others. Okay, so we'll continue. Ben Yitzhar Ben Kahat Ben Levi, that's his name, Korach. He was the son of Yitzhar who was the son of God, who was the son of Levi. And Rashi quotes an interesting medrash. The medrash is Loitzkir ben Yaakov. He was, after all, Levi was the son of Yaakov. So if you want to get it, have three generations, why not put in a fourth generation? See how important that Korach was. Loitzkir ben Yaakov, Rashi says, purposely, there's, there's a reason why Yaakov was not mentioned. Because Yaakov begged for mercy about himself, for himself. And he said, Yaakov really asked, that his name, his name, Yaakov's name, should not be associated any way with this machloket. Because this machloket against, against Moshe, the machloket of Yaakov against Moshe, was a machloket that could destroy the entire Torah. So Yaakov said, You see the last underlined line, Shneemar, as he said, Ubikalam, Al Techad Kivodi, Ubikalam, when they get together, when they become a, a, a kind of force in the, in B'nai Yisrael, Bikalam, when they get together, we become a Kahal, Al Techad Kivodi, I don't want to be in there with them. I don't want to be with them. So, in fulfillment of that bakashah, the Torah says, Ben Kahat, Ben Levi, 
and doesn't say Ben Yaakov. However, uh, as we so it says, it says, when they get together, when they, when they take a stand against Moshe Rabbeinu, don't include me. So the, the Rashi says, if not, so where, yes, Al-Korach, where is the name of Yaakov included in the name of Korach? When they went to serve in the Beit HaMikdash, they were on the Duchan singing, right, the Levim. In the last book of the Torah, of the Tanakh, Shunemar, Ben Avi Asaf, Ben Korach, Ben Yitzhar, Ben Kahat, Ben Levi, Ben Yisrael. So Rashi, Rashi explains a pasuk in Breshit, in the bracha that Yaakov Avinu gave to Shimon the Levi. It says, Bekahalam, Altechad Kodi, Bekahalam. When they get together, he says, it's not like a life sentence. It's not forever. But when they when they uh, take a stand against Moshe Rabbeinu, when they take a stand against Moshe Rabbeinu, I'll tell you, I don't want to be there. So where do you want to be there? When the Tanakh mentions the Avodah of the Leviyim in the Beit HaMikdash, there it says, Avi Asaf ben Korach ben Yitzhar ben Kat ben Levi ben Yisrael. Yisrael, the optimistic name of the father of Levi. Okay, so Rashi's explained to us something to us, which also indicates that just taking a stand, just convincing people that that Moshe Rabbeinu might be wrong, just doing that was enough to exclude Yaakov Avinu. He didn't want to have anything to do with them. We're up to Datan Vaviram, who also came along, Beshvil Shayat Shevet Ruven Shaui Bechan Niyatan The book of the tribe of Ruven was in the south. But remember, they, they uh, camped in a square, right? Three tribes on each side. And uh, and so why would, how did the Tadvaviram get involved? Well, they were on the same side. Shekane, Likahatu Banavachonim Teimana, Kahat, and the children, his children also were in the south. Nishtatfu im Korach Bimachlokato, they joined Korach in creating this Machloket. So Rashi teaches us something that has ethical value, that you shouldn't live near a Rasha. A wicked person has a bad effect on his uh, society. Okay?
So that's Tatan Vaviram. It's like Rashi is saying, I don't know exactly why Tatan Vaviram joined. Uh, he was in the wrong place. He wasn't where he should be, so he was influenced poorly. The Rashi now gets down to the heart of the matter. This is how did all this start? Why did why did Korach do this? Why did he take a stand against Moshe Rabbeinu? Ben Uziel. He found out that Elitzafan, the son of Uziel, had become a Nasi. Sheminahu Moshe Nasi al Kahat, and Moshe Rabbeinu appointed him Nasi al Kahat al Piadibur. Rashi says that this appointment was made by Moshe Rabbeinu al Piyadibur. al means it was divinely inspired. It was not something that you could easily argue with. Amar Korach said, Achi Abba Abayu, my father, came from a family of four brothers. Achi, Abba, Arba, Ahayu. Shinemar. How do I know four? B'nei Kahat, Vigomer. Amram HaBechor. Amram was the oldest of the four brothers. Natalo Shnei Banav Gidula. So one of their sons became Melech, Moshe, and one became Kohen Gadol, Aaron. Echad Melech, Echad Kohen Gadol. One son became the king, and one son became the Kohen Gadol. So now he says that there are more appointments that are going to be made, Korach said. Lo ani, Korach says, isn't it me? Shani ben Yitzhar, shu sheni Amram. I'm the son of Yitzhar. And Yitzhar was the younger brother of Amram. Amram was given two, two sons with great honor. So now it's my turn. Now it's my turn. It's like a logical idea, but it doesn't fit into the idea that Raji wrote. Al pi Remember that. That's the important thing to remember. Certainly it's me. Shani ben Yitzhar, I'm the son of Yitzhar, so Shani Amram. There you have it. So we understand why Korach was unhappy. Rumana Nasi, and he appointed a prince, and then a Chiva Katani Kulam.
He appointed Ali Tzafan ben Uziel. Uziel was the youngest of the four brothers. And Ali Tzafan was his son. So Karach was annoyed. He was angry. The son of Uziel. So I, Korach, disagree with him. It's not right. And I do away with his appointments. I'm appointing myself in the place of Eli Tzafan, who was appointed by Moshe Rabbeinu. That's what, that's what Rashi says. That's what Rashi says. But how did he do it? I can understand. I understand that Korach had a beef. He wanted to undo what Moshe Rabbeinu did. But how did he get the people to go with him? How did he get it to be a national emergency? What did Korach do? So look at the Rashi carefully. Me'asa means he was angry. He was unhappy. He thought he deserved it. But so what? One person against Moshe Rabbeinu? Okay, he was a levy. But that doesn't solve the problem. The vision, how did he get this going? How did he get it rolling? This opposition that he had to, to Moshe Rabbeinu, this opposition. So listen carefully, Rashi. Amad v'kineis matayim chamishim rashi sanedraot. He collected 250 wise people, knowledgeable people, understanding people to lay, to, to make his case. But what's his case? It says, Al pi Hashem, doesn't it? Al pi Hadibur. Moshe Rabbeinu acted in accordance with divine direction. So what's the difference? How many wise people you get together? You can't fight against that. Mostly came from the tribe of Ruvain. You know, a few other people, a few names of people. Because uh, because Carl said, look, I have something important to tell you. I have something to say. You don't want to miss it. Okay. That's how he did it. That's how he did it. Okay, he got them all together. All these people. He said, look, I have an important announcement to make. I want to show you something that's very important. And and then Chazal says something, and Rashi repeats something. It's not written in the Torah, but it's got to be correct. Look at what Rashi says. Rashi says, he'll be shan talitot shekulan techelet. He got he got them talitot, and he dyed them talit. A talit is like a coat, something uh, an outer garment, and he 
he was it was made out of thread or wool that was colored tchelet. It was colored tchelet that he looked and he said, "Talit shekula shel tchelet, chayevet bitzitzit opturah." Now you have to know that meikar adin midoraita. Tzitzes that you, that people wear every day are need chelat. One of the strings in each of the corners has to be dyed chelat. Chelat is a dye that comes from some kind of a snail that you can harvest in different places in the world. You know that today there is a modern day attempt to rejuvenate the mitzvah of Tchelet by people who are quite confident that they've discovered the way to make the color. But when Moshe Rabbeinu taught people the Torah, I mean, the assumption is that somehow they were able to do it. Able to, they were able to get Tchelet even in the, in the desert. So Korach made 250 coats and he died, died, died them, Tchelet. So you know that, that, uh, how much Tchelet does a kosher pair of tzitzes need? One string in each corner. Died Tchelet. So we don't have that today, generally speaking, except for the new, uh, the new attempt to rejuvenate the mitzvah. But before that new attempt, we we sort of admitted that we didn't know what chelis was, and we 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 wrote we wore tzitzis that were without a color. So he put these alitot shekulant chelit, which were entirely blue, chelit blue, royal royal purple. Imagine this: they all came and they went to Moshe Rabbeinu. They stood before Moshe Rabbeinu. Amrulo. All these wise people, these judges, these people who were the Rajat Sanhedraot, according to Rashi, Amrulo. And they said to him, Talit Shakula Shotchevet Chayevet Bitsitzit Opat Petura. Moshe Rabbeinu, we have a Shaila. If you have a, a coat that's entirely dyed Chaylet, you have to add Chaylet. You have to add a single string of tchelet. Again, listen to what they said. Talit shekula shel tchelet chayevet v'tzitzit opturah. If the talit is totally tchelet, do you have to wear tzitzit or not? Tzitzit would just give you one more string of tchelet. Amar lahem, Moshe Rabbeinu said to them, chayevet. Moshe Rabbeinu was committed, committed to the halacha. The halacha is, of course, you need one string that's tchelis. What difference does it make what color the beggar is? They started to laugh at Moshe Rabbeinu. What a joke! Efshar talit shel min acher chut echad shotcheret potra. If you have a Talit, any other color than Tchelet, 
You just need one string. One string of chaylet is enough. Right? Isn't it reasonable to say? Why would you need more trailer? If the re if Khadishbaha wants you to put a little bit of trailer in the baguette, you put a lot of trailer in the baguette, that should certainly be sufficient. They were laughing. What do you mean they were laughing? This kind of reasoning, this kind of looking to if you have a regular baguette, then one chut is enough. So if you have a plural trailer's baguette, that's what we call a kalvachoma. That's what we call a kalvachoma. Kalvachoma means if it's true for A, it's certainly true for A plus. If it's true for a baguette that has no trailers in it, it's certainly true for a baguette that has a lot of trailers in it. So you have to understand the story. The story is really very remarkable. Because it answers the question, how did they do it? How did they get together on this matter? How did they decide that Moshe Rabbeinu could be attacked on his appointments when it says clearly, clearly, Alpi Hadibur. Alpi Hadibur, here we are. Let me just get it. Let me get it. Here, here, here it is. You see Alpi Hadibur? There it is. Moshe Rabbeinu's appointments were Alpiyadibur. So what did B'nai Yisrael do? I want to tell you something about Kalvachomer. Every morning in Davening, you either say it or you skip it, but there's a, a Brita which starts with Rabbi Yishmael on there, that there are 13 kinds of principles that are operative in creating halacha. And one of those principles, one of those principles is Kalvachomer. If A, that's certainly A+. plus. That means, I mean, or, or, so it's important to understand about the Kalvachomer, that the Kalvachomer is logical. Logical means a- anybody can understand it. Anybody can do it. But it also means that there could be a fault. There could be a fault. The other midos, the other kind of rules that create new halakhic material, are a little harder to understand, like Zerah Shabbat. You have a word in one puzzle, you have a word in another puzzle, about the two words come together and create new information. Says that's that that's uh, really difficult because it doesn't make any sense at all. So I have to say that like comparing two words with two different places, has got to be a tradition. It, it's got to be passed down with the teachings from Moshe Rabbeinu. So we say, how do I know that you can marry a woman through the process that we call kinyan? 
Well, because when Avram Avinu bought the Maratha Machpelah, he bought it with money. We can say that. But when it comes to Kalvachomer, we have to be careful. Because it might be wrong. What did B'nai Yisrael say? B'nai Yisrael say, hey, Moshe Rabbeinu, we know this Kalvachomer. We know this Kalvachomer. If one chut of Tcheles or not, certainly the whole beggar of Tcheles is more than enough. Moshe Rabbeinu said no. So Korach created the unsolvable machlokas. Because the people who came with Korach couldn't understand why his logic was wrong. And even Moshe Rabbeinu agreed that you could use a Kalvachomer sometimes. It's just that this time he said you can't. So even though it's Alpiyadibur, that Moshe Rabbeinu appointed who he appointed, nevertheless, you know, Zalpiyadibur, nevertheless, the Kalvachomer somehow showed that there was a crack in the Moshe Rabbeinu armor, that somehow Moshe Rabbeinu was not able to convince the people, he was not able to convince the people that the Talit question was clearly resolved by him. That's what Moshe Rabbeinu said. Here it is. That you have to put on tzitzes. And they said, you don't have to put on tzitzes. We say it with the Kalvachomer. So in the world of the Kalvachomer, you can even argue with Moshe Rabbeinu, apparently. And so Korach managed in that way, Korach managed in that way to crack the Moshe Rabbeinu armor and prove to the people in the Sanhedraot that Moshe Rabbeinu could also be mistaken. And furthermore, Create a machloket. As we said, the machloket means that the two sides like the machloket. They like to be in the machloket. And that's what Korach's strength, where Korach's came from. So I think that we have to be thankful to the Tanchuma, to Rashi. There's another example in the Medrash. But this will be enough for us today. The example of the Talit Shekula Tcheles against the Talit that has only Chutchel Tcheles, the one string, one string of Tcheles. And uh, that was the way that Noah, that Korach managed to convince the people that they were at odds. They could be at odds with Moshe Rabbeinu. So that even though, even though it is true that what Moshe Rabbeinu did was Alpi Hadibur, but that's not enough. That was not enough. Here's Alpi Hadibur again. Alpi Hadibur. So this was a, uh, 
a terrible moment in the history of B'nai Yisrael and their leadership, Moshe Rabbeinu. And that terrible moment was maintained. And Machloket doesn't seem to be something that we can get rid of, certainly not easily. And whenever we kind of make a decision, it's sort of a prelude to a Machlokas. And I won't uh, mention anything about the Knesset and what happened today. Um, in any event, have a good Shabbos. All the best to you. Be well. Thank you very much, Rabbi. Thank you, Rabbi.